2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family
1: welcome to the isles buzz podcast this is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your new york islanders and now here are your hosts dan Petru and noel fogelman
2: and thank you so much for joining us this is the isles buzz podcast alongside dan Petru, my name is noel fogelman we are part of the lighthouse hockey channel podcast network and we know there are a lot of options out there for Islander podcasts. Talk about nothing right now, and we are certainly one of those podcasts. Uh, check out the uh, Lighthouse Lookback newest episode featuring Coral Cabana that came out on Thursday. Never played a game with the Islanders, but he certainly has a story to tell. And uh, Dan, how you doing? Well, two things.
0: We always thank everyone uh, for listening because there's a lot of options out there when it comes to Islanders podcasts, and we know. You always take time out of your busy schedule to listen to us. Well, now you're not busy, so there's no excuse for not listening to us or anyone else in the White House Network, for that matter. And also, did you know, Noel, that if you throw Kirill Kabanov's name into a Russian-to-English
2: translation uh, like search, you'll get Joshua Hosang. Hey, uh, yeah, you brought him up, not me this time. I did. I did. You're right. But I'm so glad you brought him up, though, because I spoke to oh, – before we uh, talk about Kabanov for a second, we, we, I – Neglected to mention our guest, Jillian Kemmerer, who's a KHL correspondent. And we're going to talk about the news about Ilya Sorokin finally coming to the Islanders, perhaps. Uh, April 30th is when he can uh, get out of his KHL deal and sign with the Islanders in the very next day. But Kabanoff, okay. I mentioned Hosang to him just because before Hosang was late that very first day at training camp, Kabanoff missed a couple days. He was very late. And I asked him if he thought that maybe what happened to him kind of gave Garth Snow a shorter leash on, on rookies being late to training camp. Because if, if there wasn't a cabano, I'm not sure if uh, Ho-Sang would have been sent packing that very first day of training camp.
0: Hmm. Well, that's interesting. What, what, did,
2: what did he say about that? He, you know, he, he really wasn't sure. I mean, he, he knew of the, you know, the, of the you know, Ho-Sang story, of course. And, you know, let me, let me stop right there. Kabanov was late from the interview, so I had to throw that in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, in five years, when Hosen comes on, he'll be late too, so don't worry about
2: it. Yeah, exactly. But, no, he, he, was, he was good. He was honest. Um, you know, he's, he's still playing now. He's, he's playing in Denmark. He's got a wife, two kids. So I'm, I'm happy, you know, that uh, he's doing well. But listen to the interview because people think that, you know, you know, he was a derelict. But he had a lot of injuries, and he went over all the injuries he's had, and it's, like, amazing that he's still playing. You know, he missed some of the things for his, his fault, you know, of course. But, you know, I really didn't want to delve too deep into certain things, you know, all the rumors about his past. But I did ask him something everybody wanted to know about the, his draft day photos.
0: <laughs> those were legendary. If you've never seen those, please Google search girl
2: Kabanov draft photos. They're just amazing. Yeah, and uh, there are some in the the Lighthouse uh, hockey article about the podcast, so so check it out. And um, yeah, Jillian Kemmerer is going to be our guest. We're going to talk about Sorokin. And uh, there's really not much else to talk about, Dan. If I see one more quarantine house quiz, I'm going to blow my brains out. I hate those things. Those things are almost as annoying as like these brackets everyone's showing. Although... I'm a little more into those. <laughs> those uh,
0: or or yeah. three, or you can only keep three of something?
2: Three, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we're doing the best we can right now. It's, it's pretty – although, you know what? Instagram, on the NHL page on Instagram, there's video, and it's like it's a bunch of flash frames of all these oh. different players, and you have to take screenshots, and the three screenshots you get is your line for three on three overtime. That's kind of fun.
2: It's funny you mentioned that, That just before I came up to record this, Zach showed that to me. He's like, you know, do yeah. it. So the first time I did it, I, I it, it wasn't the greatest line. The second one wasn't bad. It was it was Pasternak, uh, Kopitar, and uh, Turner-Vinant So I was pretty happy with that one.
0: Uh I got um, I got Kopitar, Yossi, and McKinnon.
2: Okay. Yeah, the the the, the, the second one I did was, uh, Alan Klein Colin McDonald. And uh, Marty Reisner, so <laughs>
0: go figure. Wow, that ones I like that one. That was great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're such an ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I got John Sim, Brian Streit,
2: and Justin
0: Mapletoff.
2: Oh, speaking of Justin Mapletoff, I'm glad you mentioned him because he's going to be a future guest on the Look House Back. Did the interview with him. See what I did
0: there? I was an absolute alley. There's no sports right now, but I just put up a perfect yeah. lob for you. Yeah, that was
2: great. But, uh, yeah, no, he, that was Gary Payton to Sean Kemp. That was, yeah. And a great interview I did with him. Uh, you know, he played a couple years with the Islanders, nothing special, but uh, he, uh, it was a really good interview with him. Um, yeah, I mean, what can we talk about? Let's talk about all the Islander games that are on uh, MSG right now. See, I can't watch old games. I can't. I don't know why. If the games happened, I can't watch it. You know, I, I'm not really, like, as we're recording this, so we're showing game six of. Um, 2015 playoff series against the Capitals, the first last game of the Coliseum, I guess you can say. Um, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I was at that game. Right, yeah, And that one. It's like I, I, the, the more recent ones I'm not really into. Like last night, they had game uh, game four of 2002 playoffs. You know, like Sean Bates penalty shot. Sure. Yeah, the, a couple of nights before was even better because they had a Pierre Turgeon night. That that was right up my alley. Just watching the old '90s Islanders. But, um, you know, with the Sean Bates penalty shot, that's probably the most significant, like, moment in that whole playoff series. And it was from yeah. the team. You that's know? probably the
0: most significant playoff moment for the Islanders in 20 years outside of the Tavares overtime goal against the Panthers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at, like, I guess, the, you know, the, the non-Dynasty Cup-era goals, that's probably fourth. So LaFontaine
0: would be two. Number one would, would be what? when they beat the Penguins?
2: Yeah, David Volek and Tavares. Volek,
0: so LaFontaine would be two.
2: Tavares, three. And that four. Yeah, I could, I could live with that. Or I would I would even throw a wild card in there. And I would say that the Alan Klein goal in game five against the Panthers is even bigger than the oh, Shrugman. Yeah, that was such a gorgeous goal, too. It was. And, you know, that whole overtime, you know, the Bryce stopping the penalty shot. It was just, and, and they stole that game and they never won game five. I think the last time they actually won in game five was in '87, I think.
0: So then there was Thomas Hickey's overtime goal, too. There's yeah, so many good moments that, there.
2: That was a great one. You know, the three overtime games, you know, in the series. You know, and then yeah. they naturally go to Tampa the next series and, you know, get smoked, which. That one bugs me because I know we're kind of really just bullshitting right now. Um, Yes, we are. They should have had home ice that series. They had they had more points (laughs) than (laughs) the Lightning. You're still complaining about that. (laughs) I am, you know, because I mean, who knows if you know if and when hockey does come back, and if it does come back this year, what they're going to do, because not everyone's played the same amount of games. And it has to be point percentage. Are you going to do? I mean, is it? fair to some teams that have played less games. Like, you know, yeah.
0: it, you know, it has to be point percentage. It has to be. It's only a fair way. But the thing is, no, are you just going to come back and start the playoffs
2: after these teams haven't played in, in three months? Yeah, I mean, Gary Bettman said recently that it's going to take a good two to three weeks for players to get back into shape. And the thing is, no one's skating now. Right. You know, I mean, no. seasons, people start the off season workout road. You, you can ride a Peloton all you want. You're not skating. Right. So it's. It's you're right.
0: I mean, <laughs> and you're going to you get, know you need preseason. You need preseason
2: games, Noel. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. So you know, do that, and then play a couple of regular season games, and, and then just where are you playing these games? Everyone's going to end up going to North Dakota or Buffalo or Maryland. well, not South
0: Dakota because it's out of it's control. Out of yeah. control. You're, not,
2: you're definitely not going to go to North Dakota. So no, it's you can't play these. Play these games anywhere and then you, you what about the people in the arena i'm not talking about fans yeah. you have to get to keep the, the lights on
0: it's different than baseball baseball's outside it's just different i mean you're indoors it's just and it, it's you know you can be you can be distant in baseball yes there's plays at the plate first base whatever but for the most part you can actually social distance in baseball
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. It, it's called the and the mets, have been,
0: the mets have been socially distant themselves from first place for years, so it's no problem for them.
2: Yeah, you know, and everyone can relate to Bobby Bonilla because now he's making money and not doing anything, just like most of the players.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, when it comes to baseball, and I mean, sorry, with hockey and basketball, end the seasons, start your
2: off season, have your draft, have your free agency, regroup. Because you know, this season is not going to be a tr- whatever happens. If they decide to play, then you'll push back next seasons. And- And you know what, just – and you end up getting rid of the All-Star game and the bye-bye. Just, you know, bang the season and start fresh next one, whether it's – Right. You're not going to start the season with fans in the stand, which is fine. By then, people aren't going to care. They're just going to want to watch something. You know, so – Right, right. Yeah. Cool. But, um, yeah, other than that, it's just – same, same as always. I'm marking down my wall the days I've been in quarantine here. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, he's etching it on the walls. But you know, we 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 somehow babble
2: on long enough. How about we get our get to our guest? Yes, absolutely. And coming up after the break, Julian Kemmerer. And the Alice Buzz podcast is brought to you by pinjutsicehockey.com, your site for all old-school logos from all the defunct funk teams. Use the code BUZZ15 for 15% off. Great logos. Kevin does a great job on there. T-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, everything. Think of a logo. It's on the site. Kevin adds new logos every Monday. pinjutsicehockey.com. Check it out.
0: And joining us now is KHL correspondent and the czarist of all things Russian hockey, uh, Jillian Cameron. Jillian, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's real; everything's really busy right now, but we appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us.
1: No, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: How are you uh, enjoying quarantine life?
1: I'm a little bored, to be honest. <laughs> if hockey were on, I think I'd be thrilled to be stuck at home all the time watching it. But without sports, I'm I'm losing my mind just a little bit. What about you guys?
2: Yeah, just keep uh, pretty much the same. Great, no, go ahead. I'm just you know keep watching old games, hoping you know we'll restart something. But it's gonna be hard to imagine anything coming back anytime soon.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But I have really caught up on my NHL history, so maybe that's a
0: plus for it. Well, maybe it's just me. I can't watch old games. I don't know why. If it's already happened, I can't watch it. I've been my new sports is the Food Network. <laughs> You're
1: watching Chopped and like rooting for someone. Chopped. On I've
0: been watching Guy's Grocery Game, um, the some <laughs> kind of tournament of champions. There's a new one where you can it. the cooks have to buy uh uh groceries of people coming out of a grocery store. I've been watching that one like crazy.
1: I've seen that one and it actually gets me agitated. Like I feel nervous for them when I watch that. It's just so unreal. Yeah. Hey,
0: so I, I want someone bad. to give me fifty bucks for a pair of bananas. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The Olympic Channel has been doing some cool reruns of like vintage Olympic games. I've watched handball from various years, all the outlines <laughs> from Torino, like I'm getting very into some of these other sports, uh, the other winter
0: sports that I don't focus on aside from hockey. Well, being that you're the, the KHL expert, and we're having you on, because obviously uh, Russian players are in the news when it pertains to the Islanders, before we even start talking about their goalie of the future, is it Ilya Sorokin or Ilya Sorokin?
1: Ilya Sorokin.
0: Sorokin okay great yeah. so that's that that's also something that's puzzled me for for, for a few because I've heard it both ways so we wanted to make sure you, if anybody knew I knew it would be you so what do yeah, you the think middle emphasis. <laughs> what do you think uh we can expect now that it seems like he is finally going to be coming over to the NHL.
1: Ilya Sorokin is easily one of if not the best goaltender playing outside. Side of North America right now. He was an absolute stud in the KHL. He's been playing for CSKA Moscow for a number of years, which is the best team uh, in Russia and consistently wins the regular season. And for the first time last season, in the modern KHL, they, they won the Gagarin Cup, and he was a big part of that. But he's an unbelievable goaltender for someone who is so young. Uh, he's had an immense amount of professional experience, and we can go into the reasons why. Um, but overall, he's always demonstrated an ability to deliver under pressure. He's nimble. He's athletic. He has great reflexes. And yes, I think it's fair to say that Moscow puts up a fortress in front of him. There's no question that he has great defenders, one of whom is Alexander Romanov, the hotly anticipated Montreal Canadiens prospect. Um, but overall, he has made the saves when they count. He has gotten them through the postseason when high expectations were on his shoulders. And, and overall, I think Sorokin has demonstrated similar to Igor Shisjorkin at the New York Rangers that he's ready. And whether he's put in the AHL for a little while or he comes up to the NHL right away, I think that overall Isles fans should expect to be very pleased with him uh, if he continues the way he has in the KHL.
2: Now, you, you mentioned the AHL, and do you think that'd be an issue with him if he went down to Bridgeport, say, for a couple months before coming up to the big club?
1: I don't necessarily think it would be an issue. I remember when Shostyorkin was preparing to come over, they asked him the same question in the Russian media and he said, you know, I understand the goaltending situation at the Rangers and actually that was more of a lockup than what Sorokin's going to face coming into to the Islanders. But he, he acknowledged the value of it. He went to the AHL. He proved himself. And I think if they had waited much longer, Igor might have started to get frustrated. But if they run a similar trajectory with Ilya, it's a nice place, lower pressure, to get your feet wet in North American hockey. I think a lot of times people are afraid that KHL players come over and they're not used to the ice size. But the, the fact of the matter is that the KHL plays on three different ice sizes, Olympic, a hybrid, and then North American. So he's switching between these three on any given night. So he certainly has exposure to North American-sized ice. I think it will be a nice relief and a welcome change not to be switching and getting used to the pace of the game. But whether you start him in the NHL or you start him in the AHL, I expect Sorokin's trajectory to be very similar to his buddy Igor's.
2: Right. And yeah, you mentioned his buddy Igor. And the Rangers, how do you know kind of a 3 goalie crop. The islanders have Thomas Grice who's being on their super free agent and then his, I guess you can say his Russian counterpart, something Varlamov, So that the path to the NHL might be a little quicker, even though it'll be maybe a month or so. because I'd imagine the islanders will either try to look to re-sign Grice or bring in kind of like a veteran backup who doesn't mind being there for a couple months.
1: And I think Varlamov is a nice person to have waiting for Ilya in the wings because one of the big transition issues with Russians coming to the NHL tends to be the language barrier, tends to be the distractions that come from having to adjust to a new environment. And having a Russian speaker who can help him orient with the goalie coach, who has a ton of experience in the NHL, that's all positives in his favor. But one thing I will say about Ilya Sorokin is that of all the Russian prospects and players I've ever interviewed who have either had their eyes on the NHL or have come back, Sorokin's English may be the best among all of them. And I was Mm. blown away by it. I wasn't expecting it. And when I was interviewing him in Moscow, we were switching back and forth pretty comfortably. And we had a translator with us between Russian and English. Sometimes I would pose a question in English he would respond to me directly. And that's something I'm completely unused to. So Sorokin has more English, whether or not he's going to show it off to the media right away. I'm sure that he might be a little bashful about that at the beginning, but I expect him to integrate rather quickly. And and that's something that really excites me about him actually.
0: It's one of the unique things here too, is like we've heard about the relationship between Shostokin and Sorokin and now you have Ilya coming over here, and you have him with his best friend. Now they're not just chums; like they're like BFFs, and they're on rival teams. This is going to be a, a just a fascinating thing to watch. I think.
1: Yeah, and it's not the first time. So the two of them met at a Team Russia camp uh, when they were seventeen, and they've been close ever since. And they have been positioned in in rival teams for a huge percentage of their careers. I mean. Igor Shostyorkin was the starter for SKA St. Petersburg and um, Ilya Sorokin was the starter for CSKA Moscow. CSKA and SKA sound very similar because they're both teams of the army. Um, and so when they mm-hmm. play each other, it's called the army derby. That's sort of the traditional affiliation. And that's one of the hottest rivalries in the KHL. So that's a cool element of, of the relationship that they've always had. But Sorokin said to me, he was like, We've always been able to be enemies on the ice. And then at the end of the game, we meet and we hug each other and we joke around. And I hope that the relationship keeps pushing us in the right direction. And I think for a long time, it has. I think it's great to grow up with a a rival that's breathing down your neck. It's pushed both of them to new heights, but uh, they have a very funny relationship. There's a great little video of them on social media doing a duet in front of the Duomo Milan, and I was joking with him that I'm hoping when he gets to New York, we'll see some uh, more musical numbers from the two of
2: them. Right, Yeah, that'd be something to see. Um, Now, prior to, or actually right after the trade deadline, there were rumors that he was gonna be traded to Chicago, and that turned out to be unfounded how was there ever like talk about it being traded to a different team? was there did he express any like dissatisfaction with the islanders with Lou Lamarillo there?
1: He certainly never expressed it to me, and there were rumors flying all around, and I took a lot of them with a grain of salt. I remember when the news was breaking, and we had that like hot five minutes for islanders fans where We thought he was going to go and it didn't happen. I I don't know what it was fooled by, but I don't have that impression. I think, you know, of all the NHL franchises you could come into, he's walking into one that has such great leadership, um, both on the ice and off of it. And he also has a Russian speaking goaltender alongside Him as his best friend across the river, basically, and I can just see it. I I can see it being a good fit for him. So as far as whether or not he was expressing that behind closed doors, I don't, I don't know. But I certainly never got the sense that he was disappointed in coming to the Islanders, and and I think that this setup now, uh, especially given the fact that Igor's already over, is just going to play to his advantage in terms of adjustment. Jillian,
2: we appreciate the time tonight. Um, Stay safe and stay sane.
1: Thank you so much. Same to you.